Cool. Um, how do you say your surname? Wareham. Wareham. Wareham, yeah. I would have said Wareman. Yeah, do just the variations I've heard. Like. Cool. Tanner Wareham, welcome to the podcast. Cool, thanks. Uh, mixing for musicians, yeah. uh, sorry, mixing with musicians provides a platform for artists to give more info about their songs uh, and their releases by answering five standard questions. So uh, you were the frontman in Cape Town for a band called Dim Chang. Yeah, well, it wasn't frontman. It was more of a co-lead okay. in a way. Yeah, so cool. two singers. Um, the other guy would be more of the frontman, uh, Josh Eastonbury. But yeah, I did a lot of vocals, guitars, writing. Yeah, kind of. Cool. It was our band, really. Okay. Know. When did that end? That ended. The last show we played as Dum Chang was last year, so 2018. At about this time, actually, okay. yeah, and August, then, October. And then a lot of you moved down to Durban. No, well, actually, that was like, it's, it was more of a slowly falling apart. So so we were a five-piece band when we were kind of at our peaks. We did Daisies. That's when our songs were getting good radio time. And then um, two guys left, uh, Josh and Rock, so guitar and bass. Mm-hmm. And then we did a three-piece thing for like a year or so. It went okay. That's when we started basically making backtracks to make up for oh, the okay. loss of the other guys. Yeah. And then, yeah, then the lead singer, he went to England. So then because we wrote all the songs and sang them together, like I could kind of became the front man. And then okay. we did like two or three shows, me and the drummer. But I was back here in Durban. I had to fly to Cape Town every time. So eventually oh. I just said like, look, it's not worth all my energy when... I should be just working on my own stuff. So, yeah. Cool. So, tell us about the... You've obviously been building your brand. That's how we kind of got into contact over Instagram. You've been building yourself up and you've been busy recording a new EP. Is it an EP or an album? It's an EP, yeah. EP, okay. So, tell us a little bit about, like, the tenor after that, like, where you've kind of been now, like, what you've been building. Yeah, so, yeah, I kind of think... I started writing, basically, my own songs, like, my own full songs around about the time, like, people started leaving the band sort of thing because like yeah my singing wasn't ever that strong and then I think over the years I kind of just taught myself and got better and better like cool. like any instrument and yeah and then last year started just playing shows live like started just with an acoustic then got the loop pedal and then I was like okay well I've been playing piano since I was six let's get that involved cool um brought my keyboard back from Cape Town and it literally has every sample so then started working that with the loops realizing okay wait I can put a full sound together here I don't need a band and yeah and it kind of just kicked off so about this time last year as well I was working as an engineer um that's what I was studying or well, I studied at Stellenbosch and then yeah it was kind of clashing I was getting a lot of gigs I was like okay well let me just give this a go so yeah I went into gigs full-time just doing restaurants weddings birthdays whatever you name it and then, yeah, and I think songs slowly started to develop because, like, I usually when I write, it's more improv-based. So I'll start with a loop, some chords, or a, a riff or something, add the beats, the bass, or whatever. And then when I sing live, I feel better. Like, I don't know, when I'm in that live kind of space and I see how people react off the music, that's kind of how I write the song. So I'm like, okay, that part worked, that part didn't. So, yeah, then, like, as I was playing, I started perfecting songs, adding them to the set, taking ones out, and then I was like, okay, cool, I've actually got, like, six or seven pretty solid songs here. People are like, oh, we dig your own stuff as well. Started doing more showcase gigs, opening for bigger bands, like cool. the Pilotones, Watershed. That's all kind of the beginning of this year. And then, yeah, I actually got kind of lucky. Um, ran into some guys at, um, at Open Skies Church, 
and they were like, look, we have this studio that just sits here because they've used it to record their worship albums. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of got everything you need to do all the production and recording for your for an EP. So, yeah, they kind of just given it to me. So for like the last two, three months, I've sort of been dabbling in logic um, and basically self-teaching myself like how to do production. Cool. And then at the same time, producing my EP and recording it. So taking it from the live space with the loops and the keyboard onto the computer. Yeah, and so now it's like three months or so, two or three months, and hopefully it'll be released. I've um, got a plan to get it mixed and mastered. And yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. Very cool, very cool. So tell us a little bit more about the EP, like what's it called? Does it have a name? Like what's its working title? What's it about? What are the songs about? Give us a little bit of like a peep behind the curtain around that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's no, I haven't actually literally this week kind of dawned on me that, okay, wait, I've got to start thinking about a release title, artwork, all of that stuff. Yeah. Which I'm I'm terrible with. Like that's always a last minute thing and but it is important. At the moment, like I'm kind of thinking of calling it something like the beach or down to the beach because um the one song that I've kind of put a video online and that I've got the best sort of response to live is a song called The Beach. Yeah. Um so people are familiar with that. And there is kind of a, a theme that runs through a few of them where they talk about the ocean, the beach and like as a happy place to go to cool. sort of thing. So something along those lines at the moment. But yeah, I think yeah, there's a there's a sort of South African influence acoustic feel to the album. So guys like Jeremy Loops, Matt Mole, sort of that happy, upbeat acoustic vibe. Yeah, very cool. There's a bit there's a lot of that you can hear. Um, and then obviously now with a bit more production, there's, I don't know, like there's guys like John Bellion, I'm not sure if the listeners will know that, but a lot more of the American, like more produced sort of style where there's a lot, a lot of hip hop influence as well okay. in the beats, etc. So kind of a blend of that, but yeah, they're all pretty kind of happy songs. Like I write when I'm in a happy space. So like usually if you come out of a bad season or something and then you're like in a good space, a song will just come out. So, but there's definitely a, quite a diversity especially because there's two songs that actually have demos online for already. It's Deliverance okay. and Coming Around the Bend. I'm going to be re-releasing those because the first time I did it, I was kind of like, oh, okay, oh, let's let me and my mate just do this in our bedroom through yeah. a little interface. We mixed it ourselves, mastered it, etc. But now I realize, okay, wait, there's potential here. Let's actually do this properly. And it takes a lot more than just <laughs> you just kind of home, trying yeah. to mix it yourself. Okay. Cool. So, like, talking about, like, mixes and stuff, like, you're obviously doing this, like, quite solo by yourself. Um, at the moment, at yeah. At the moment. But who else is involved? Like, who else can we kind of see on this project in the future? Can you mention anyone? Yeah, for sure. So, in in two weeks, basically, um, a guy called Rusty Cartwright is coming, or his, his real name is Brendan Cartwright, um, goes by Rusty. Yeah. A lot of the guys will know him. He's done the Gangs of Ballet stuff. Yeah. He's recently worked with Matthew Mole. Cool. So he's down from London working on something and he's going to come in. So at the moment, he's basically going to help me with recording the vocals properly, doing the comps, um, acoustics, cool. and a little bit of production stuff, arrangement, etc. just because of his experience purely. Because yeah. I've kind of like, cool, I've got these songs. One thing I think I struggle with a lot of the time is getting the perfect arrangement, sitting right, that it's going to reflect kind of on all platforms and okay. radio, etc. Yeah. So he's going to help with that. And then I still have to make a final decision on mixing and mastering. So I don't want to say anything that yet because it hasn't cool. been decided. But yeah. yeah, he's definitely going to be part of the track and then we'll see. He might actually end up, depending on what happens, doing the mix as well. But 
I'm probably going to speak to him and ask him for guidance on you know, okay. what he recommends after that. So Very cool. Can you tell us a little bit about your, you've said you've been kind of getting into production um, and learning logic and that kind of stuff. Can you tell us a little bit more about like your favorite piece of gear that you've used uh, so far on the project? I like to ask this question because there's a lot of people who listen to the podcast who want to know about gear, want to know about like all the nerdy stuff. So it can be anything, an instrument, a plugin, whatever. Yeah. Um, if I have to say plugin-wise, like it's quite a simple one, but um, the the logic so i've been using a lot of kind of um the uh the stock plugins yeah so we don't have a Nothing huge wrong. yeah we don't have a huge amount of plugins because we haven't really been doing any mixing or mastering yeah, yet yeah. it's mainly just been production recording um but yeah the the sample delay <coughs> i love using that because like if you delay the one side it gives this really nice panning effect yeah, yeah. so i use that in a lot of stuff acoustics um backing vocals like the low sort of rap stuff as well Cool. Um, yeah, pretty much on a lot of the stuff I dig that because it gives a nice roar like you feel that immediately yeah. little hooks as well cool so that's definitely one of the favorite plugins um, if I had to go instruments yeah I use I love a lot of the Arturia stuff okay. so those old school synths yeah. um, giving those up, yeah they're still such nice timeless sounds for sure so yeah otherwise nothing really too specific yet I kind of just at the moment I'll just like sort of type in something because what I usually do now is my favorite piece of gear is still my keyboard yeah. that I play live and it's a Roland XPS 10 because they've okay. got thousands of onboard samples Yes, and like a really kind of lacquer produced stuff to work live. Mm. So usually I'll write the song and I'll use those <clears throat> and then I'll try to find something that's very similar. So oh, okay. like on the deliverance track, I kind of had a nylon guitar sample and then I just put the attack down so I was like, okay, well, I need like a sort of an attacked guitar. So I found a sample. I think it was on We Have Omnisphere. Okay. Or it was um, Alchemy, which is, I okay. think, the stock. That's a logic the one, The stock yeah. synth for logic. Cool. And then just chuck that in. So yeah, just a lot of instruments and sounds. Like you're hearing like, that's what's crazy. Like some of the stuff now you have like 37 different tracks. Yeah. Of completely random things. Yeah, and just like little things here and there. Exactly. Yeah. And it just started with an acoustic, like a bass and a drums. But yeah, definitely I think... The plugin, like I know, always kind of gives me a, a nice change up and helps things stand out. Is that sample delay, just okay. delaying the left or the right? Very cool. Um, I've added a new question in here, so you're the you're the guinea pig. Awesome, um, <laughs> I love it. You've obviously come from, you know, you've been performing live for a long time. Um, you've kind of had the band and gone through the band breakup and that kind of stuff. What kind of advice would you give to? Uh, younger people maybe like music students now or guys just starting to gig now just starting to build their brand and stuff like what kind of like if you could have been like if you could tell yourself one thing like in the past like what would it be like what kind of good advice would you give sure um i think always sort of keep in mind your goals where you're wanting to go and what you're willing to like let go of as well so okay. i think for me because then especially being in the band band is always a tough thing like, yeah i won't lie sometimes i think like if i could go back and tell myself work on this one man thing by yourself because like okay. if i had because i've basically been doing this for like a year if i'd yeah. started kind of doing the one man thing the production all of that five six years ago like where would i be but then also yeah. i don't regret ever being in the band because that was just part of the musical journey and yes. it actually happened like that so we got so much exposure to other things instruments etc so yeah, I'll just say keep a, keep a good attitude. The thing is, what's, I think why I've done 
quite well now to get a lot of gigs and have a good name is just having good relationships with venue owners, other musicians. So Durban's nice because people in general are trying to help each other out. Like yeah. that's why we've been doing these podcasts. Yeah. People are trying to do network setups. Yeah. So always be nice. Like even if you have to kiss ass to someone you hate or whose music you hate, like that's a big thing because then that'll get you far. Like people will want to employ you if they like your vibe. Yeah. And then yeah, just remember, don't be too precious about your stuff because I've met a lot of guys that are purists and they're like oh but no i want my music to purely do this and like and yeah they'll, they'll complain that there's there's no market for their style or whatever but like but that's just how people are like yeah you know what's on the radio you know what people are reflecting to try to figure out a way that you can fit into your niche if that's if you want to make money out yeah. of it and then if you make it big or whatever you can always do what you want on the side when you have the resources so yeah i think that's kind of what's put me instead and what's helped with obviously writing songs live is I kind of from the get-go know what the audience is kind of working off of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's working. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And in bands just, yeah, be super honest with each other all the time. Like if something's irritating you just tell each other and cause yeah, you, you like negativity is just, it's productivity's biggest enemy. And like if you're all in a good space, you're all happy. You're going to write well, you're going to release good stuff. You're going to play good shows. But if like one guy is sort of negative all the time and he's not feeling it, just like be open and honest about it. Like, cool. That's yeah. That'll help you get on your way. Awesome. Tana, thank you so much for coming. Uh, last question. Where can we find you, your music, uh, your brand as an artist, social media? Cool. Yeah, so <clears throat> standard platforms, Facebook is the best to look at. So it's my artist name is just my name. It's Tana Wareham. It's you'll hear on the pod. I'm sure you'll see the name on the podcast, but, yep. um, yeah, so if you just search Tanaware and Music on Facebook, that's where I put all my show lineups. So I play every week. It's basically my full-time job now, so in and around Durban. Um, yeah, then Instagram's good for videos, pictures, etc. of what I'm doing, just keeping up with my day-to-day -day sort of vibe, what I'm doing in studio. And then, yeah, there's currently two demos, like I said, on iTunes, Spotify, well, they're pretty much on every platform. Okay. It's pretty easy to get those up now. And the EP should be released hopefully in November, so just keep posted and it'll be anywhere. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Deezer, you name it. Awesome. Tana, thank you so much Shot for joining time. us. Yeah, uh, And, uh, yeah, I'll catch up soon. Awesome, dude.